You're listening to 91.5 FM and 102.3 FM. This is Brevard County's home for the very best in contemporary Christian and modern praise and worship music. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. This day. Yes. Friday. Hey. Hey. (laughs) This is Friday. And for those who are working, those who still have their job, God bless you on this Friday. You're going to have a weekend. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have a weekend. And those, there are people working at home, you know, working at home. And they become boring. (laughs) They're working. I'm I'm working, but I'm working at home. And it's very, very boring. Because when I'm at home, I don't do that kind of work. I do a different kind of work. Mm -hmm. So, hey. He'll give you the grace. Don't worry. Like like we say, don't worry. Be happy. happy. You have a new appreciation when you go back. I know I was talking to a lady at the bank the yeah. other day, and she said that they had worked from home. She had worked from home for two months. Yeah. And she said she was so glad to come back into that building to work her regular job because mm-hmm. she was doing call center stuff. Yeah. Why she was at home, and she said people needed so much. They said that they kept that her administration they kept getting on her, saying that she was on the phone with people too long. But she said they need so much help. I gotta stay on the phone yeah. <laughs> because people need a lot of technological <coughs> assistance yeah. to transition to online, um, you know, s- stuff, online information when people were used to coming in to the establishment and stuff. So she said she really had to like work with people to for them to be able to access the information online. <laughs> You know, on this Friday, what I'm thinking about is school, the mm-hmm. new school year. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So many parents, and I will be, I'm praying for a lot of parents. I'm glad that I raised all my children so I don't have that issue. They're all grown. Now they have it with their kids. <laughs> they have it with their kids. And they are, they are now in this predicament. Is school going to be open? Can I send my kids back to school? Mm-hmm. You know, because it is getting very tough around here keeping the kids. I don't think I can keep those kids mm-hmm. again for a whole semester at home. Mm-hmm. So we got to pray for the wisdom of God upon our, upon our leaders. Come on now. Mm-hmm. We, we got to pray for the wisdom of God to come upon our leaders that they make good, solid, sound decisions concerning our children education concerning open back up the school so we as a christian need to pray that the that the leaders of our state and the leaders of our county will be guided by the holy spirit and so if this, when the school is open back up in those counties and our children is going to school they will be safe mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus. And, and we are the light. We are the salt, you know, the Christian. Jesus says, 
we are the salt. We are the light. Instead of criticizing, let's pray. In, in, instead of criticizing what the government doing, why don't we pray that God lead the government? Mm -hmm. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Let, let's just reverse that. It says talking negative things. Why don't we pray, oh God, lead my senator. Oh God, lead mm -hmm. my governor. Oh God, allow him to be moved and directed. Let him be moved and directed by your will for this state. Amen? Amen. So I'm calling the Christian to pray and to pray concerning the new school year mm -hmm. that is coming up. It's a crucial time. Yeah. And as a parent, your choices, if, uh, you know, I'll just briefly go over the choices for right now, as of right now. Um, where they stand, there's uh, three options that are being given um, besides going actually going back to the physical um, school building, which is an option. Going back to the physical school building um, is an option. The other options are e-learning. E-learning is when your student is going to be considered a student at the local school and the teachers from the local school will be providing the e-learning instruction which is going to be a lot different from distance learning, which was from March to the end of the last school year. It's not going to be um, like that. It's going to be very structured as far as they're going to have to be logged in at specific times during the day. And the teacher that is um, doing the e-learning is associated working at the local school. So after the first nine-week period, if you decide to have your child go back to the actual um, brick-and-mortar school, They'll have a slot there because they are enrolled, technically enrolled, in the local school. If you choose um, Brevard Virtual School, your student is not enrolled in your local school. They're enrolled in Brevard Virtual School. If you choose Florida Virtual School, your child is not enrolled in the local school. They're enrolled in Florida Virtual School. So if you choose either of those options, you may have difficulty if you choose later in the school year that you want to um, send your child back to the physical school because how um, it works and how stuff is allotted it's based off of where students are enrolled at specific times during the year. That's how funding, um, teacher numbers are assigned. So if you choose not to enroll your child in your local school um, and you choose Bavard Virtual School or Florida Virtual School, you may have an issue later with finding a spot in the local school if, all, um, if they're to capacity or the teacher limits and stuff. So that's just something to think about. If you want to send your child back to school, you could send them back to the physical school building or e-learning would have them um, actually enrolled in the local school. But as a parent, you do need to do something because um, the, the deadlines are coming close. It may have um, already passed. I'm not exactly sure if they extended it. So make sure that you're in contact with, the local, with your local school of where you want your child because it's very, very important. We can't be moving our children all throughout the year that's very disruptive to their education and there may not be a spot for them where you want them at the time because of the way um, funding and uh, resources and such as teachers are assigned. So we want to encourage you to make the right decision for your family, what works best for you. And we know that there are going to be a lot of safety protocols in place if you choose to send your child back to the brick and mortar school. So there'll be some adjustments there as far as the family working together with the school because everybody's safety is going to be dependent on everybody's compliance 
to the guidelines and such that are set forth. So everybody's safety is under the um, <laughs> is according to everybody's compliance. Yeah. So we have to work together with our children. We have to work together with our schools in order to keep everybody safe. But as we go on in make life work, yes, <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about turning a vision into a reality. Yes. And this is actually another opportunity because maybe you are an educator or maybe you're a retired educator and um, you want to help with education during this time. I'm sure there's lots of parents that do not want um, to facilitate the e-learning and they do not <laughs> want to send their children back to school. So it's an opportunity for people maybe to create a tutoring program or something where they work with a small group of children and they help them support them with their e-learning. So maybe the parents are at work during the day and it wouldn't be practical, but maybe there's a tutor or somebody that could get involved that can work with your child because all the instruction is going to actually come from the school and from the teacher. So you don't have to make anything up as far as what are we going to do um, today. Everything's already going to be laid out, but maybe you just need some support. So this is an opportunity for um, educators, an opportunity for retired educators to maybe make themselves available to a small group of children to um, limit the you know exposure to large groups of people, just maybe work with a few children um, at a time and help them facilitate through their e-learning. So right now we are talking about turning a vision into reality. We were finishing up yesterday with strategy five, which is reading. Reading will help expand your horizons, enhance your education, and help locate additional information that will enable you to prosper and be successful in your vision. So moving on to strategy six, research. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> research. Yes. While reading provides access to more information, research will give you in-depth insights into a particular field or topic. Researching a subject involves searching and searching Search some, some more, more until you locate adequate information on a subject. When you repeatedly uncover similar insights, chances are you have done enough research. To succeed in a project, you must be willing to engage in a fact-finding study. You must commit to perform your due diligence, not hope you can succeed on the basis of intuition or chatting with a few friends. Every success in life comes from putting your brain to work. work. The good brain that God gave you. The creative brain that God gave you. Must sweat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this year, Pastor introduced the principle to us with our planning and our preparation. We got to put in perspiration. Should, yeah. We have to put in some sweat. So doing the research, I know my husband, he has a photography and videography um, business, and he is self-taught by the Holy Ghost through YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> he does a else. lot of study. Yeah, a lot of study and just getting stuff, practicing with stuff, trying out different um, equipment, watch constantly, watching those videos and doing what they're doing in the videos to have that hand-on um, component and seeing how stuff works and then just finding um, your groove. And then continuing on to create a more excellent product. So as he's, his business this was established in 2016, now it's 2020. If you look over the quality of his work over those four years, it has dramatically yeah. um, improved. They take it to a whole nother level. But that's by continuing to do it. 
and continuing to invest. Because yes. we, my husband, he likes all the new little gadgets and yes. such. So continue to invest in the next um, piece of equipment and the next um, skill. Yes. Y- using your resources is is a it's a big thing when you're building a business. It has to be excellent. It has to be something that people want. Otherwise, it's not going to be successful. And, and and that's why I said research. So a nice definition mm-hmm. of research that you just read is to search. <laughs> <laughs> and search again. And search again until you locate enough information mm-hmm. on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So that's what research is. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different from reading because mm-hmm. you just read something and just, okay, and you close out. Now, when you research it, you search. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're in a search finding situation. So you go you go look at it and you look again. Mm-hmm. And you look again until you gather enough information mm-hmm. concerning that subject, mm-hmm. concerning what you are looking for. Mm-hmm. And that's what it and that's the same way in the word of God. Mm-hmm. That you read and you reread and you read. So I'm researching. Mm-hmm. I'm researching. I'm finding out how Jesus do this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I look in the gospel, right? I look in Matthew. I get Matthew account. Mm-hmm. Then I want to go get Mark account. Then I want to get Luke account. Then I try to go over Jed to get Jed's account. Mm-hmm. And when I put them all together, all mm-hmm. light comes. Yeah, and how Jesus did everything was the reading of the word, yeah. prayer, and fasting. Yeah. That's how he did everything that he did. Yeah. Reading the word, praying, and fasting. Yeah. Reading the word, praying, and fasting. And, and, and I always say, Pastor that Jesus moved from one place of prayer and in between that place of prayer to another place mm-hmm. of prayer, miracle. Miracles. Yeah, I find That's it good. when I was reading it. Mm-hmm. Jesus is moving from one place where he was mm-hmm. praying, mm-hmm. and he's going to another place to pray, mm-hmm. and in between those two places, miracles. Miracles. No tricks, no gimmicks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You are listening to WMIE, Bavard's home for the very best in contemporary modern praise and worship music, 91.5 FM. This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts...